Coming up on the news. Energy prices spike after Saudi oil attack as US blames Iran. Brexit is a nightmare, says Luxembourg Prime Minister. And Americans are waking up. Two-thirds say climate crisis must be addressed. It's Monday, September 16. I'm Anthony Davis. Global energy prices spiked today by a percentage unseen since the 1991 Gulf War after a weekend attack on key oil facilities in Saudi Arabia caused the worst disruption to world supplies on record, further fueling heightened tensions between Iran and the US. American officials released satellite images of the damage at the heart of the kingdom's crucial Abqaiq oil processing plant, alleging the pattern of destruction suggested Saturday's attack came from either Iraq or Iran rather than Yemen, as claimed by Iranian-backed Houthi rebels there. A Saudi military spokesman later made the same accusation, alleging Iranian weapons had been used in the assault. Iran rejected the allegations, with a government spokesman saying now there was absolutely no chance for a hoped-for meeting between Iranian President Hassan Rouhani and President Donald Trump at the UN General Assembly next week. For his part, Trump sent mixed signals, saying his locked and loaded government waited for Saudi confirmation of Iran being behind the attack, while later tweeting that the US didn't need Middle East oil, but will help allies. The tensions have led to fears that action on any side could rapidly escalate a confrontation that's been raging just below the surface in the wider Persian Gulf in recent months. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has claimed after a meeting with European Commission President Jean-Claude Juncker that there is a good chance of a Brexit deal with the European Union. Johnson said, I can see the shape of an agreement, but it will require movement from the EU. The EU, in contrast, says Britain must move and produce concrete proposals to overcome differences over the Irish border that have so far blocked a deal. They said Britain has yet to offer any legally operational plans. Johnson gave an on-camera statement outside the British Embassy in Luxembourg after a planned news conference alongside Prime Minister Javier Battelle was cancelled after Johnson refused to appear due to noisy protesters. Luxembourg's PM went ahead anyway, effectively empty-chairing his guest. At one point, he even gestured at the space where Johnson was supposed to be standing. Patel said Brexit was a nightmare for EU citizens and that talks of Brexit negotiations were unfounded. At several points, he was loudly applauded by the protesters because they felt he was articulating their anger. Meanwhile, in the UK, the Liberal Democrat Party have pledged to cancel Brexit if they come to power at the next general election. Members voted for the new policy at their party conference in Bournemouth by an overwhelming majority. Previously, the party has backed another referendum, or People's Vote, saying they would campaign to remain in the EU. After the vote, their leader Joe Swinson said, We will do all we can to fight for our place in Europe and to stop Brexit altogether. Extreme events linked to climate change, such as the heatwave in Europe this year, are occurring sooner than expected, an ex-chief scientist said. 
Professor Sir David King says he's been scared by the number of extreme events and he called for the UK to advance its climate targets by 10 years. But the UN's weather chief said using words like scared could make young people depressed and anxious. Campaigners argue that people won't act unless they feel fearful. Professor King referred especially to the loss of land ice and sea ice and to the weather extremes in which he said warming probably played a role. The physicist Professor Joe Haig from Imperial College London said David King is right to be scared. I'm scared too. We do the analysis, we think what's going to happen, then publish it in a very scientific way. Then we have a human response to that, and it is scary. Two-thirds of Americans believe climate change is either a crisis or a serious problem, with a majority now wanting immediate action to address global heating and its damaging consequences, major new polling has found. Americans are finally beginning to wake up to the existential threat that the climate crisis possesses to our society, said Margaret Klein-Salomon, a clinical psychologist and founder of the Climate Mobilization Project. This is huge progress for our movement, and it's young people that have been primarily responsible. While nearly 7 in 10 Democratic voters understand that humans significantly influence the climate and 80% want immediate action, just 20% of Republicans think humans are a primary cause and barely a quarter want rapid action. You can subscribe to The News with your favourite podcast app or enable The News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Follow us on Twitter at the news underscore podcast. The news is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering honest, verified and truthful world news daily. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweitz, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery and I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual suspects.